Hello, hello, hello. Hey, boys and girls, this is Startup Hand Me Down, the podcast that passes insights from founders and thought leaders down to the next generation. I'm Randon. I'm Phil. I'm TJ. And today, we're going to be introducing ourselves. Um, yeah, we, we realized last podcast, our first podcast, we didn't, you didn't get a chance to know us. So this episode is all about us three founders of this and uh, a bit more insight about ourselves. So let's start off with TJ. Tell us a bit about, about yourself, buddy. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I'm six foot four. Um, <laughs> half Nigerian, half Zambian. I'm a Newcastle fan, raised in East London, mm. Hertfordshire. Um, I love all things technology and media related, and I'm really, really excited to see where we can go with this podcast. Cool. Over to you. Hello there. I'm Phil, aka Big Phil. No I'm joking. Um, I'm Phil. Um, 26 years old. I'm not six foot. Uh, I go the other way, I'm about five foot. Uh, I'm really, really into my nutrition and my fitness and my health and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm really, really interested in technology, uh, money, and drugs and alcohol. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I'm just really into tech. Uh, I think the common theme with all of us is that we're really into our tech. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Okay, and me, I'm Ranbir. Um So uh, I don't know my height, unlike these other guys. Um, <laughs> So I'm 21, um, uh, a techie as Phil said, um, uh, I work at Sweatcoin, um, which um, we convert human movement into currency, and uh, yeah, just love tech and I um, love everything uh, internet and tech related. So uh, let's start off by telling each other how us guys met to give us some background. Um, So TJ, how did uh, you meet me and how did you meet Phil? Cool. Um, yeah, I met I met Rambo at a, a great startup that we used to work at. It was a really illuminating experience, and then um, we've just kept in touch ever since then. And <coughs> I knew Phil from my university days, the days when my hairline was a bit stronger. So uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> jeez. Are we trying to? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, it's it's a pleasure to kind of be doing the startup with with you two guys, guys that I get on with, and guys that I know are really sharp and intelligent. Thanks, like I can't say the feeling's mutual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I met TJ, as he said, at Didn't university. Explain, though, yeah, yeah. <laughs> TJ at university, he was a fan. You know, I said, you know, you, you can speak to me sometimes. Um, <laughs> just don't make it regular. No, I'm joking, man. Yeah, no, we're, we're at university. Um, I actually met Rambeer through TJ, as they, as he said, they worked at a startup and then we met a barbecue. Um, and then, yeah, we just kept in contact because I guess we're all like-minded individuals. So, so yeah. Yeah, and um, so recently TJ, um, so TJ used to do um, podcasts and interviews back in the day and just got in touch with me and Phil and said, um, yeah, guys, I want to start interviewing people again. I'm itching to do it. And uh, both me and Phil felt, felt the same way when we wanted to build our network and um, kind of get into the minds of these founders um, uh, and these thought leaders, learn how they think. And yeah. so we decided to start doing it regularly, start interviewing these guys and getting into their heads. Um, hence starting the podcast. What, what, what does it mean to you guys? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's nothing like this out at the moment, especially coming out of the UK I guess, startup ecosystem. Um, it's quite a small ecosystem, still growing, but um, I think something like this definitely needs to exist. Um, we haven't had that many exits as a, I guess as as the UK goes, so we're going to be catching yeah. a lot of people in the middle of their journey, which I guess is still quite exciting because um, they haven't, you know, all got that many egos yet. So um, I think it'll be a really a really good time because I guess the information they can share with us is really fresh in their minds. 
as well, which is something that we're really keen to get our hands on. Because as the name goes, hand-me-downs, we're still learning when we want to learn yeah. ourselves. So I think this was a great opportunity and a great idea from TJ. So I really wanted to be a part of this. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So uh, let's uh, find out a bit more about each other. Um, I think we'll start off with Phil. So if you guys you guys haven't seen Phil, but um, scroll down on our website and you'll see a picture of a very honky, big, muscular, smart <laughs> man. Um, Why, thank you, Rambia. Yeah, so uh, Phil's business um, and his startup actually focuses around health and nutrition as well. So do you want to tell these guys about BodyPage? Yeah, so <clears throat> I'm currently a startup founder full-time. So I took the plunge. I'm crazy. Uh, so I got a startup called BodyPage, and it aims to bring the transparency to food labels. Um, I think people, if people knew a lot more about food labels, they'll be able to make better decisions about what they're eating. Um, I guess you guys have all seen in the news the issue with sugar, loads of hidden sugar in food. So we're really trying to, I guess, capitalize off that. I know that sounds bad, but it's in the, it's it's all it's all for good. Because we are trying to educate people, so our, you are trying to sell your business, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but you got, I got to backtrack. But I mean, what we're really trying to do, I guess, is we're trying to shed a light on healthy alternative foods um, and really trying to educate people on healthy living. Because I think there's a lot of misinformation out there, um, and there is no, you know, safe haven when it comes to information or knowledge about, you know, trusted information on nutrition. So I'm waffling right now, but um, but yeah, so that's basically what the app does. We're going to be doing a launch in the next couple of weeks. Um, really exciting. So yes, that's where I'm at with my my startup. Yeah, no, it's an exciting time, and um, I think TJ, you're with uh, Bidvine. You you must. Yeah. You guys are bigger than um, wherever, wherever me and Phil work. So, how's it feel being further down the line, and what's going on with Bidvine nowadays? Yeah, it's really it's really good to to be at Bidvine for a variety of reasons. First, um, it's it's really good to work with an amazing team. Um, we've got an amazing CEO who's got some great co-founders alongside. Are him. you looking for a raise? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely being honest. Um, I can, I definitely felt it was a great place to be at. Where after month one, I didn't want to quit, <laughs> which is what I've experienced in all of my other jobs. And um, I just feel it's, it's really good because you know we're bringing a different business model to to the UK market. We're helping people grow their businesses. And I'm, I'm picking up a lot of knowledge on, on the way as well. I always tell people this is the last game of pre-season for me. So I'm just looking <laughs> to put in a great performance and then keep it moving from there. So um, very quickly, in a nutshell, what Bidvine does, it finds you local service providers. So you could be looking for a tradesperson, somebody in the creative field, or a tutor or instructor of some sort. You just go onto our website, put in your request. We handle all the due diligence for you. We're an intelligent service on top of Google and yellow pages and the like. So Bidvine it. And you'll have a, a great time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a bit corny. <laughs> Insert plug. That's not that's not one of the company slogans. Have a great time, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Rambia, tell us tell us a bit about what you're doing at Sweatcoin and just yeah. Yeah. So um, Sweatcoin um, is a startup that we're, we're we're trying to turn movement, human movement, into a currency. So we feel that people are getting far too fat nowadays, and the reason for that is present bias. People can't be bothered to exercise because the benefits of exercise are too far in the future. So our solution is to give them benefits right here, right now. So as you walk, as you run, as you exercise, you earn what we call sweat coins, which you can spend on real life goods. So um, yeah, we think uh, it's, it's a real shot at changing the world and making, um, making the human race healthier. Um, I mean, my um, ambition's always been to, to end uh, world hunger. So, um, 
this is this is a step in the right direction, making people healthier, and uh, we can take it from there. Cool. What is it? Android or iOS? Um, iOS only at the moment. Um, it's just cheaper and faster to develop. Um, yeah, my, my man Steve Jobs. <laughs> you, you own the, the dude. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, if any of you guys want a beta invite uh, to jump the queue, um, go to uh, sweatco.in and uh, submit your email address, and you'll get sent over a beta invite. Plug number two. Um, <laughs> so wait, going back to you know solving world hunger. Where yeah. did that come from? Like, why do you want to? Why do you want to do that? Obviously, it's a good thing to do. Yeah. But um. Yeah. No, where did that come from? True. Um, so for me, um, I was always, growing up, I was always a big um, MJ fan. Um, I love Michael Jackson. And um, despite being the huge um, kind of celebrity um, figure he was, he was always down to earth and his main thing was always about helping people. And all, all of his songs, you know, Earth Song, uh, Man in the Mirror, it's all about giving back. And mm. I thought, um, you know, MJ, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do you proud, dude. Whenever, when I'm bigger, I will... Um, I'll, I'll solve this, and um, you know, Andrew always said, "I'm not going to be the person who changes the world. I will, but I will inspire people who will go on to change the world." Mm. And I've, um, I guess that just stuck with me. And as I get older, I think uh, fulfillment is hard to find. And um, going going in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you know, the highest level or the, the two highest levels are about uh, things external to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about helping other people and uh, connecting yeah. with the with the higher spirit. And I think uh, to aim for something big and aim to help other people is um, you know, the best thing you can do with your life. Yeah, so without getting too sentimental, um, yeah, I don't think there's anything better someone can spend their life doing than uh, trying to improve, yeah, improve the life of others. Yeah. Okay, well let's let, let's not take this down the sentiment. Take it down the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I guess yeah, I mean in terms of startups yeah. and our, our both of our projects, I guess we both want to do that. You know, I'm trying to educate yeah. people, make people make healthier decisions, yeah. um, healthier choices, and you're trying to you know, get people to be more active. So we are trying to improve the lives. So it's very woven into our businesses. Into our business. yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, it's, it's good. And TJ is trying to improve his wallet size. <laughs> <laughs> it's all there. But so what the startup community might not know, TJ actually used to have a media company before um, called Nupay. So you, yeah. want tell, you want to tell the community a bit about that? Yeah, yeah, very, very quickly because it's now extinct. Uh, Nupay was a media company which focused on positive and enterprising stories of people who were maligned by the mainstream press. So that is young people, that is your ethnic minorities. Uh, we spoke to all sorts of individuals. We spoke to um, musicians. We spoke to entrepreneurs. We spoke to front bench politicians. We spoke to Olympic athletes. We spoke to world-renowned entertainers. Um, it was a very uh, great time for me at university because um, I basically I was taking a degree which was geared towards getting a job in finance and I decided after first year, after getting into philosophy, that it wasn't really um, a path that I wanted to go down. So I wanted to prove my parents wrong in that I can deliver on something. So Nupay was that outlet for me. And Nupay was a, an African tribe known for its fine art. So what I wanted to do was build a media company which exposed the artistry of whatever people do in life. So um, that is new pay in, in a nutshell. Thank you. Super, 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 dude. And um, how did... Uh, so um, something very helpful in uh, startups, and I think every successful 
founder links back her success to, to mentors. Yeah. Um, how do you think uh, your mentors um, helped you at Nupe if you had any back in those days or if you have any now, how are they helping you now? Yeah, I'd say uh, mentors, mentors have literally been the, the spine to, to my career. Without my mentors, I wouldn't be anywhere. That's the absolute truth. Uh, my number one mentor is my first mentor and he's uh, the most inspirational entrepreneur to me, which is, which is my father from a young age. He always told me what um, I was out there to kind of achieve. Um, even when I was really naughty, he, would, um, he wouldn't get too vexed or angry with me. He would just kind of repeat to me, you know, how much he loves me and how much I can achieve in the world if I just keep it focused. Uh, moving on from there, because I was naughty in school, I took the scenic route in education. So uh, when I, <laughs> when, I did, positive <laughs> when I did when I did get back into into education, um, I had a, a teacher um, from India, economics teacher called Mr. Kumar. I definitely say that um, he he saved my life and uh, he gave me a lot of insight into business. And it was from there that I really kind of rekindled the flame that my dad lit in me from from a young age. And then moving through my career now, I've always kind of been lucky to get opportunities through through various mentors per se. So I say um, I've been blessed to have the mentors that I have and I definitely owe each and every one of them at least a paragraph from my autobiography. <laughs> no, just joking. They deserve they deserve a whole chapter but I guess most people would find it boring. But um, yeah. I say mentors, mentors, mentors are priceless and they help you along your journey because uh, you want to you want to learn a lesson without having to live it. I guess it's kind of like uni when mm. you don't turn up for lectures, you want to get your friend's notes. Mm. So a lecture, so a, a mentor is like having an encyclopedia of notes that you can tap into. So yeah, that's how I, that's how I felt about mentorship and Great. progression. Great yeah. I like that. I've never had a mentor, unfortunately. You need to get one. Yeah. <laughs> Can you share some of yours? <laughs> I literally, I've never had a mentor. Give them 50%. <laughs> yeah, you just got a list of people to tap into. I mean, for me, I've always kind of used books and videos yeah. as, as my kind of mentors. Um, people who have done it before. I studied loads of great entrepreneurs um, and I've kind of learned from their lessons, I guess. I would like to have a mentor, someone who I can actually like speak to and they will respond. You know, some of these guys. My mentors at the moment don't actually know my name. <laughs> but, uh, but I get a lot from them anyway. We're but, getting um, there, we're getting there. I'm sure we'll have but, some appeal. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I've heard a lot of good things about having a mentor. Um, I would like to have one, but I guess so far, I just I'll just stick to like reading my books, podcasts, and, and YouTube videos. So if you'd like to be a mentor, please send your request. <laughs> <laughs> please help me. Yeah, to 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 round on that topic, remember of has mentors been important to you? Have you had many? Yeah, yeah, very important to me. Um, so first of all, I completely ditto what both of you have said. Um, you know, books, um, books hold a big place in my life. You know, I read um, when I, when I'm on it, maybe two three books a week. Um, yeah, there's, there's so much you can learn from books. Um, a lot of, um, I think both Warren Buffett and um, uh, Bill Gates both said uh, if they could have any superpower, you know, it would be to read faster than anyone else. You know, it's, the, it's the ultimate way to, to just download information yeah, into your brain. True. Uh, but yeah, um, mentors, my first um, mentor was uh, Lorraine. Um, who really, she, she started me off on this journey. And going on from now, both Oleg and Tom, the people I work with, they're mentoring me, and it's um, it's, it's just the fastest way to um, step yourself up up in life. Yeah, and I, th I think there's no more to be said by mentors. If you haven't got one, get one. 
Yeah, yeah, I know he's probably, you know, can't say he's a mentor per se, but I know Steve Jobs has had a big influence on your life. Why? Yeah, I think, um, so first of all, he's had a big impact on all of our lives. Um, in the world, you can't walk around today without being influenced by some piece of technology that Steve came up with. And it's, um, it's kind of cliche, but if one man can do that, there must be something very, very special about that man. And um, from my position, it's um, that Steve was the fastest learner. Mm. Um, people think that Steve was this uh, kind of ferocious guy, um, didn't know how to manage people, um, too loud, and it was a control freak, which is absolutely right. At one point in, in his life, he, he was. Yeah. Um, even though he had so many different other qualities in his early days at Apple, these, uh, these bad sides of him definitely did shine out and which what led to the failure of um, a lot of his early uh, early products with Apple um, but yeah he learned and with his time at uh, Pixar with his time at Next uh, the dude learned and, yeah, and he came back and had the best uh, ever second uh, second episode of uh, an entrepreneur we've ever seen True. So, you know one of my, the most influential things in my life is Steve Jobs uh, graduation speech um, uh, Stanford I think it was Stay, stop, stay foolish, stay hungry, stay hungry, stay foolish, and uh, yeah, I have a poster on my wall of uh, of Steve. Every morning I look up and say, it says, uh, "Have the courage to follow your." Um, I should know this, shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take that bit up. Yeah, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition because uh, they somehow already know what you truly want to become. And um, yeah, every one of us has a voice that says uh, to, to go follow a certain thing, but pretty much none of us, or you know, very few of us, have the courage to go and follow that. Um, True. And uh, yeah, it's the best piece of advice I could wake up to every day. True. Sounds very um, purposeful. So, like, Phil, what's the what's the purpose of you know, aside from the podcast, what you're trying to achieve with Body Page and your exploits into the world of food education? I guess yeah, it's it's a it's a case of making people healthier um, there's an obesity epidemic you know globally um, which is said by all world leaders at the moment so I guess I feel as though there there's someone needs to take lead on this um, it's not going to be any government um, and I just think an issue which is caused by the private sector needs to be solved by the private sector you know it is the big comp- the big corporations that are Making loads of money that are. Name the names, dude. Who, nah. who are you going after? <laughs> like, my, who are you what, going after, man? I, To be honest, I'm going after Coca Cola. I really want to bankrupt Coca Cola because <laughs> I think they do so much damage to everyone's health. I mean, their mission is to get more people drinking Coke than water. That's actually their mission. And I think that's disgusting because yeah. you can't live off Coke. We need to live off water. True. Yeah. True. They, that's inhumane to try and get people to live off Coke. Yeah. And, the, and the worst thing is, they don't. They're, they, they're so under underhand about it like with um, open happiness and all of these campaigns yeah. and adverts about people coming closer and societies coming closer yeah. and you know you, you watch it and you feel okay this is really cool they're doing such a good job with their marketing and these feelings but then you realize what they're trying to do is just feed you 100 grams of sugar yeah day, okay. right and it's, it's disgusting yeah they just they don't care yeah you know, it's all just a ploy to make you drink more sugar yeah you're not going to be cool and have more friends if you drink coke you're going to be fat overweight and have bad teeth 
<laughs> that's that's literally it. You know, don't, there don't. goes the coke life yeah. sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> so like, unless they, you, the only way I would endorse coke, if, if you were going to sponsor this, this forget <laughs> it. I was joking. If they, you know, only sold water, that, that's literally it. Or they sold a drink that was half the amount of sugar. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think as though I feel as though I'm I'm definitely on a on a mission to to get the world healthy again. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, whether it's just going to be the app, whether it's going to be something offline, I don't know. But I know my calling is definitely within this this kind of space. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's just where I'm at right now. Speaking of health, uh, TJ, your health is about to take a downturn. You're uh, you're w- about to get wetted up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, downturn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beyonce can shut up because I put a rig on it. <laughs> um, it's been, it's, it's definitely one of the best best moments of my life. It's, it's very hard, I guess, to to find a woman who's going to understand um, the life of somebody who likes to take risks and do things which go against the normal society, which are get a job, uh, try to sustain that job, try to sustain your paycheck and keep I, it. I thought you were going to mention some kinky thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <Yeah. laughs> this is it's a it's a friendly family podcast. <laughs> keep that keep that off air, but um. No, most definitely. I'll definitely give a, a shout out to the wife because what one of my favorite entrepreneurs is AJ Scrabanti, who wrote a great book called Shelf Life. And basically, one of the main things he spoke about in there was having the support of his family, no matter what um, business um, tragedy he went through. His family was always there to pick him up, and it's something which is priceless. So having you know, my fiance, who's been in my life for seven years, throughout many, many, many transitions. Um, it's, it's been a blessing to have her, and, and I look forward to uh, me and her smashing down the hammer on a, a stock exchange of a company which love, we co-own in the future. You love opening up these, uh, these uh, doors to innuendos, don't you? What do you mean? That's so nice. I look, I look forward to smashing. This <laughs> guy. <laughs> You've got to stop this, you know. I know. He's too sharp. I'm right. No, his mind just dirty. He's got dirty mind. Come on. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. Um, That's really, that's really sweet, TJ. It's really nice. You know, I'm trying to be a new age man. You know, they say we're in touch with our feelings. So I'm trying to be open. Be open. Yeah. But Rambia, one thing which I guess which is different from me and Philip is that we met at uni, but you're not somebody that went through that traditional university route. Like, what impact on your journey thus far did you think that had for you? Um, very good question, man. Um, so I guess from a young age, um, I always want, knew I wanted to start a business. Um, from watching Dragons Den and The Apprentice, you know, that's the world that enthralled me. Um, and I guess when it came time to, uh, you know, it came, um, we graduated secondary school. Um, that's when I uh, started going to the Peter Jones Enterprise Academy, following on from uh, all the dragons that I used to watch. So, um, yeah, that's why I, I just felt I never, I always knew what I wanted to do, and it wasn't you know, law or medicine or um, engineering. And if it's not a really highly specified career, I don't feel personally there's any point in going to university. Um, so, I, I, you know, I wanted to throw myself in the deep end, which I did. Um, Sometimes I think maybe it wasn't so, such a good idea. Uh, yeah, it's hard chucking yourself into the deep end and hoping once you're in the once you're in the pool, you'll you'll be able to float. Mm, true. Um, but no, one. You know, as long as you paddle hard, um, any anyone can learn to swim. Um, and yeah, once once you learn to swim by yourself, you you swim harder and faster than anyone else. 
So yeah, I'm glad it didn't go. Um, it, it, there were hard parts, but it, at the end of the day, if you work hard and you give yourself an education, you know, as I said, books, mentors, um, it's a it's a stronger education. It's more personalized than um, than you'd get from a, a, a an organized place. Yeah, was that was that something I worked for you guys? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. It makes total sense. It's something I even kind of thought about a lot whilst I went for university. I was mm-hmm. like, the value in this experience isn't in what I'm studying. The value in this experience is in learning how to maintain relationships, learning how to establish them. I think that's the reason why you'll get your Oxbridges, which will always be at the top 10. Because mm-hmm. at certain unis, no disrespect, but if you go to Hertfordshire, you may be going to university with the next big rave promoter. But if you go to Oxford, you're going to university with the next investment banker. Yeah, yeah, and that's where the value in that university journey is. And I think it's something which uh, the educational system doesn't really explain to you beforehand. Yeah. They just kind of chuck you in there, make you spend a couple hundred pounds on books and hope you survive. <laughs> or, or get a job. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely admirable what you did because um, yeah. yeah, you've gone against the grain. Yeah. And um, I definitely uh, appreciate that, and it's a, it's a pleasure that I know you. Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, at uni was it was a bit tricky for me. I kind of struggled with it at the beginning. And then um, why is that? I don't know. It was just too much partying. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was, like, like, why are you gonna take it there? <laughs> I was really trying to hop over that. No, I mean, first year, first year of uni was was really difficult. Um, too much partying. Yeah. Too, I, I wasn't focused <laughs> at all. Um, as a result, I didn't even I didn't even get to um, I didn't finish my first year. I finished my first year, but I didn't pass one of the core modules. So, so I had to redo my first year, which, which put me in a bad place at the time. Um, but that was when I kind of decided that look, no, what do you actually want from life? <laughs> like when you repeat, you realize okay, life ain't a joke. You can't be here forever. So that was I think for me a pivotal moment because I was like okay, Philip. Are you, do you want to do uni or do you want to do something else? If you're going to do uni, do it properly. So after that, I literally said to myself, I'm not repeating a year. I'm not feeling another exam again, which I didn't. And I actually smashed uni after that. But I think for me, that was when I realised what hard work actually looked like. Um, and like, if you put your mind to something, you can actually achieve it. Um, but yeah, first, uni was an interesting experience. And I think I made the most of uni mm. in my final year. Um, after graduate, before graduating. Yeah, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't try, you know, be too hard on yourself or try and beat yourself up for that experience because, you know, you made it through the first year. Like I said, I took the scenic route. I went to, to uni and I only lasted two days of freshers week. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. right. so, so like, you know, different people have different paths, but I guess it's all about how you finish. Yeah. It's not yeah. about how you start. Some people, you know, are flying at the beginning, then further down the career, it, it tails out a bit. So, I think um, we're all focused right now, yeah. and that's why we decided to kind of do a podcast like this because we've been able to take aspects of other people's journeys, and it's something which we've wanted to um, exploit through people who we're going to have on this show. Like on the previous episode before this, where you guys did a brilliant job interviewing um, Silas from Reach Robotics, it was just really great to kind of hear about his story and you know how his company's shaping up mm-hmm. so for the people to come on after this is it's going to be excellent to hear and it's going to be a whole myriad of backgrounds and influences as well and i think that's the great thing about tech which kind of feel touched on before we came online was just that it's not where you're coming from it's literally what can you do yeah. there and then what mm-hmm. can you do and that's how you gain your worth like you touched on about steve jobs he laid the foundation for apple to be 
the most valuable company in the world. And they don't sell any commodities like an oil company, yeah. but they're the most valuable. And this guy was a was a dropout. Yeah. So um, I think it's all about your inner strength mm-hmm. in how you tackle life. Like, you know, without getting a bit too corny, one of my favorite movie quotes is the one from Rocky, where he's like, "I'm not gonna hit as as hard as life hits, but you just gotta keep on moving." Yeah. And you know, something which is uh, illegally on my SoundCloud and I listen to. It. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> No, I completely feel the same way. It's 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 not about um, it's it's not about the cards you're dealt. It's it's how you play with them. Mm-hmm. And um, the best way to play with them is to to learn as much as you can and uh, educate yourself. And there's no better education than um, inheriting the experience of others. Which start up hand me down. Which is start up hand me down. Yeah. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Um, just I guess last point for me to add is just that you guys have spoken about kind of ambition and purpose, you know, yours is world hunger, yours is to end the obesity crisis, yeah, the obesity crisis and, and for me is to kind of uh, revive Africa's educational strength, like, you know, if you if you go by what um, some people tell you, they tell you Oxford is the oldest university in the world, but it's not, the oldest university is in Timbuktu, hence why the, oh. the name, is, name is so famous. And I feel that Africa and other parts of the developing world are suffering from a brain drain. Mm. So like for me, my ultimate goal is to be able to open up establishments like MIT Media Lab, but from an African variant, because I believe, you know, these places have their own issues, but the problems are best solved by those on the ground, mm. rather than some peace envoy coming from another country with a supposedly big budget, empower people on the ground to kind of solve these issues. And I've been lucky enough to, you know, experience the Western world. So I'm gonna try and build a build a, a massive company further down the line, so I can open up my institutions and I can also buy the football team I support and help us win the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, no, that no. I think it's time to <laughs> sign off. So yeah. um, that was us. Three uh, young, ambitious uh, Londoners um, working in tech, um, hoping to learn a lot from young founders. Let them know how they can, you know catch you online what's your you on twitter you're on yeah Facebook, yeah no i was chat. gonna say obviously this podcast is as much for us as it is for you but it's more so for you <laughs> um our listeners so if you guys have any particular founders you want to hear from that are within the the, the uk ecosystem or with, maybe even europe to be honest um anyone you you think stories was quite interesting and you think we should interview them or meet them just send us an email or tweet us and, and and let us know um and we'll try our best to get them on the show um alternatively if you've got any questions as well feel free to ask us uh, my twitter handle is at c-e-o-b-p um on twitter instagram is philip kasumu philip with one l kasumu spelled k-a-s-u-m-u um and you can email me phil at bodypage.co.uk Cool. All of our all of our links and details are on our uh, website, um, which you probably have already found if you're listening to this. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I think it was a shout, and uh, yeah, look forward to um, having you on our journey and inheriting more experience from world uh, thought leaders and founders of tech companies. So to sign off, um, take care, guys, and look forward to having you on next week. See you next time. Nice one, take guys. Care.